Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Diehard, you're going to want to pay close attention to this episode of Sell or Die because I'm going to give you and Jen's going to give you specific detail about what is the secret of emerging in a way where your new prospects or your existing customers will engage with you deeply enough to want to buy from you. There's a secret. Stay tuned. And here we are for another episode. Of what? Of Sell or Die. Oh, 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 oh. That's so cool. You know, I love Sell or Die. You know, we have millions of downloads and millions of diehards, and people are literally, they respond to this thing amazingly. Yeah, I love getting messages from you guys on Instagram. So for those of you who have reached out, told me about an episode that has impacted you, thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Thank you for sharing it. And uh, Jeffrey, I think we should get into this episode because it actually is related to that. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of companies right now and a lot of salespeople, at least that have spoken to me, have a dilemma about how do they emerge into this pandemic kind of over new economy thing and what kind of language should they use? And everyone wants to make sales. I mean, there a lot of companies are literally desperate to make sales. And you can go anywhere from a restaurant to a, a bar or a restaurant where they've been literally devastated or a hair salon where they've been devastated all the way to a, a B2B company that's selling copier machines. They have also experienced slowdown or literally no orders at all. And then the question is, what do you do? How do you approach those people? Um, you know, hey, I know I haven't heard from you in a while, and I know I've been sort of locked down, but uh, give any money. Can we have it? <laughs> and if you do, can we have it? <laughs> right. Uh, and when were you thinking about spending that money? And can we, when you're ready to spend it, can I have it? So first of all, they don't understand the basic premise, which is, You have to find out how to help people, not just make sales at this moment in time. But there's a bigger picture. And for diehards, it's what have you been doing? 
make a list now of what you've been doing for the past four or five months and how has that kept you top of mind with your customers and your prospects, if at all. And I think that's where you got to be. I think there's, there's a, a tremendous revelation to yourself that, well, I haven't been doing as much as I could. And whether you've been doing something or whether you've been doing nothing, that's going to require action as you emerge into this new economy. So if you've been doing nothing, you're going to have to do something. And if you've been doing something, you're going to have to do something. And, and I have an idea, Jen. Okay. What's your idea, babe? My idea is stop making the selling process painful and start building back relationships with people to a point where you ask them what it was like before COVID. How did you treat them? What do they remember about it? Was there anything memorable? And record that. Right now is the time to build social proof, not your slide deck. Okay, so the strategy we're talking about here is building social proof. Correct. Okay, because I don't think we mentioned that up front. So I just want to make sure, diehards, that you're still with us here. (laughs) Well, it's voice of customer and social proof are sometimes the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if my customer comes on and says something nice about me, it's using their voice and it's social proof that I am who I say I am. Right. So diehard, what are you doing to actually gain voice of customer, to gain testimonials, to get social proof, to get video written, anything that you can use on your site, that you can use in your messaging, that you can use in your emails, wherever it is, you're sending out communication about what you offer, you can be adding a little testimonial. Yeah, every single time. And if you haven't earned it, it's going to be real hard to ask for it in this time. And so you have to go about a strategy of not asking, like many managers have said for years, as soon as you make a sale, ask for the referral. That is the dumbest time, the single dumbest time to ask for a referral. Because you you haven't proven anything, you haven't done anything. So I'm looking at this, Jen, as the salesperson now has an opportunity to emerge. Do you think it's more powerful to emerge with a deck of slides and a quota or a bunch of kind words from customers present and past who say you're the greatest? Which which do you think is going to be more powerful in a sales presentation? Yeah, obviously, other people saying how great you are. I think that there are diehards listening right now who are saying, oh, but I can in my industry because my industry doesn't allow my customers to talk and they have to sign a release and it's too much of a big deal and, 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 and you're already going down the can't route. Why don't you go down the can route and figure out what you can do instead of, you know, thinking about all the ways why this is impossible. You can take a customer and a prospect to lunch and let them talk about you. And so if you have five lunches a week with five different customers and five different prospects, you could make five sales. And your day is over from 11.30 until 1.30 and done. And you can go home and play golf, watch a movie. What was the best testimonial you feel like you've ever given to someone else? When I began in Charlotte as a customer of Technicom, the copier company. 
when I didn't have the budget, Jim Riggins gave me a copier 31 years ago. And he said, hey, here's a copier. When you can afford to pay for it, pay for it. That was the beginning of our lengthy relationship. Since then, I have aired, canned, performed more than 25 commercials for them talking about my loyalty and the value of doing business with their company. I don't think I could have given a better testimonial because people will approach me in Charlotte literally and go, hey, I heard your commercial. No, no, it's, it's not my commercial. It's Technicom's commercial. I was just a voice. <laughs> but that's how they viewed it. They viewed it as, my, oh, yeah, there's Gittimer giving a commercial. <laughs> but I'll tell you, nothing, you know, think about the people who I impacted there in the public broadcast. Yeah. Thousands of people every day when they heard it. Yeah. It, it was game changer for them. That's cool. How about you? You're a nationally recognized figure, well, internationally, but in Charlotte, you're not, you know, people know you're yeah. not just yeah. Charlotte, which is cool to, to yeah. have you on the radio like that for sure. Actually, Jen, to be humble about it, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that's why I married you. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. I need that. Don't you have that on your thing? I'm kind of a I'm big kind deal? of a big deal. Yeah, it's on my desk because I'm oh. kind of a big deal. <laughs> exactly. But no. here's the deal. People have to say you're a big deal. And if they're willing to say it, you actually, you prove that you're a big deal. That's the whole deal. Yeah, for sure. So I can't think of, of like my biggest testimonial that I've given to someone else. But what I can think of is that anytime someone does a great job in any way, I am ready to talk them up to everybody I know. We've seen it time and time again. Businesses are losing sales because of bad training. Think about it. Who loves the online training at their organization? Answer, just about no one. It's a hassle to create and distribute. It's often tedious to take. And that's because... You have to cobble together authoring apps, learning management systems, and uneditable third-party content that looks like it's from the 1990s. And none of these work nicely together. So what do you do when you're an expert in sales, but not in training? You turn to Rise.com, the online training system that your sales team will love. Rise.com is an all-in-one system that makes online training easy to create, enjoyable to take, and simple to manage. Not only can you create, distribute, and analyze sales training easily in Rise.com, you also get tons of training content that's beautiful, well-researched, and enjoyable for learners. Help your team succeed with useful product guides, insightful marketing information, and a safe environment to practice real-world scenarios. Are you ready to train your sales team better? Start a free 30-day trial at rise.com slash sell or die. I'm going to give you your best specific example. Okay. Coach Glitter. Yeah. You did a testimonial for her. They had a contest. Yeah. You had to get votes. <laughs> you killed it. Correct? Well, yeah, I won. 
but you're promoting her as a result of your testimonial. Yeah, it was a she brilliant a contest, you guys, because oh. what she did was as she was promoting her, before she was promoting her program, she got her students to submit testimonial videos and made it a competition that there was a cash prize. There was a program prize. We, we won a free course to something. There, there was all these prizes. And so, um, and pride, because in the community, you want to be number one, you know? And mm -hmm. so what we did was uh, we all submitted our videos. She narrowed it right. down to the top but 10 Hold on, which you labored over. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, oh, it was a scripted, edited, you name it. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah. I redid that thing like 3,000. Right. I wish I could have done it live because I would have had one time to do it. But because right. it was recorded, I did it like 3,000 times was what it felt like. It was probably like 20. But <laughs> anyway, so then we submit the, the video. I become a finalist, one out of like 10 or 12 or 15, however many. And then that's when the contest begins for people to vote. So now she has people watching videos my video had thousands of views it's just freaking right. incredible it was it's such a great so strategy she wins by asking she actually asked for the referral in a backward way by making it a contest and there was brilliance in that i don't you know mean what the you testimonial want. yeah yeah the best prize the best votes or the most votes got the biggest prizes yeah no it was it's a brilliant way and and we know every year that she's going to do it. And people are vying to be number one. Now that I've been there, done that, I don't need to be number one again. But, you know, it's pretty freaking it. awesome. I guarantee you, you're going to want to be a two-time winner. Nah, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Unless she I'm ups the money. That. I mean, then maybe I'll think about it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but that. what I was going to say is like, okay, so that is a really good example of a testimonial. You're right. You know me better than I know myself. But when I work with people and they're great, I want to tell everybody. And yeah. maybe I'm unique, but I love getting other people business. And, you know, if you want referrals, because you mentioned referral a minute ago, so my brain went here. But if, if you want referrals, you got to be giving referrals. Right. And basically what you're doing is providing voice of customer with you being the customer. So yes. it's not off the subject at all. It is totally germane to this thing. It's other people saying you're great the same way you want you to say other people are great. So I, I, one of the things I really like is sending an email of introduction. Like, hey, Bob, you got to meet Mary. And when those things happen, it, it works tremendously because everyone is willing at that point. It's not a cold call. It's not a LinkedIn connection. It's not an email where you're fishing for, for business. Yes and no. Okay. The way you make introductions, everyone is willing because you sell what you do naturally that most people don't do. And diehard, this is really key to this, is you sell the two people and why they should meet each other. Right. I sell the value of each of the other two people. Correct. Sometimes people like I got an introduction this week, no joke, 
from someone who I, 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 I love. And he was like, Hey Jen, you should meet this girl, Jess or whatever her name was. I think it was Jess. Jess, you should meet Jen. Jen is my go-to for this. Jess is my go-to for that. Have a great time meeting. But it was, yeah. it was like, okay, but why should I actually meet her? Like, that's so great that you work with her. But like, is there, what's the motive here? Is she trying to sell me something? I didn't ask to meet her. Who is she? Like, what, 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 what is going on? Is there, you know, and, and I had so many unanswered questions in my mind. And so I'm trying to be trusting, you know, and I'm like, okay, it would be great to meet because she said so, but like, what, what is that? I'm not sold on the value of meeting her. Right. Because the person who introduced you didn't know what a skeptic you are. And so and it's not I'm not the only not, skeptic out there. No, but you actually it's self-preservation and self-protection. So I I applaud your skepticism. You want to make sure that you're safe entering into some business deal with somebody that you don't know, and that's fine. It's it's not it's I actually, also it's instinctive. I don't want to sound rude, but I don't want to waste my time meeting someone well, that yeah. that like I don't, you know. I think if, if he thinks she's great, that's why I would want to meet her. But I don't want to waste time attending meetings all day with people because it's just not a good use of time to keep meet, 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 and not, you know, actually take action on the relationships that I have. Yeah, there's two schools of thought in that. If someone takes the time to want to refer me, like you, I want to know why. So I don't just accept it. I would have, had I got an email like that, I would have called the guy and said, okay, so what's the, what's the deal? Why? I'd rather have that person's why and know the backstory Correct. so that I could get involved with them and say, it's a, it's a, yes, it's a winner. No, it's not a winner. Yes, it's a fit. No, it's not a fit. Correct. Now, on the contrary, uh, Jim, who sells promotional products from my networking group in New York City. Yeah. He used to do the best referral meetings, the best. He would say, okay, Jen, I want you to have lunch with Joe. I'm going to take you guys out to lunch and we're going to go here on Wednesday if that day works for you. And here's why I need you to meet him and blah, blah, blah. Right. And right. he would sell me right. and he would sell Joe, but he wouldn't There's just tell us. Correct. What? There's a backstory. There's right. a reason why he wants you to meet. Right. So he would give us the backstory and he would attend the meeting. Right. That's which powerful. Is so cool. And he always treated for lunch when he did these meetings, which was so cool because then for the ones that like, you know, a lot of them turned into business for me. And mm -hmm. who did I have to thank? Jim, Jim. And I had the memory of the lunch. Right. But you're thanking him in public. Oh yeah. And you're looking for business for him. I know we I know we've referred that guy business. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've, and we've spent money with him as well. And so, so, you know, I used to tell people like Jim is not the least expensive promotional product guy, but he delivers and he's quality and he's fast and he's this. And I can name you a million reasons why you should work with him because I have and I know from experience. And I sometimes you don't, you know, it's okay if you're spending a little bit extra if you know what you're getting in return. You have to look at where the value of $100 is. Is it in keeping the relationship, getting more referrals, building the, the, uh, the value of your connection, or is it saving every nickel? Yeah. And you can't, 
you can't. <laughs> my my one of my mentors who owned book, Brooklyn Handkerchief on Schenectady Avenue in Brooklyn said, "Sometimes chips fall on the floor. You can't pick up every chip." And what his philosophy was is that you concentrate on the things that you know can win for you, and let the other things kind of fall away. And just because somebody's enthusiastic about introducing you doesn't necessarily make it a fit, but you can't ignore it. You have to give it a little bit of time to see what's going on and then make your decision as to how you want to continue. Because you insult your friend by ignoring the, the potential of connection. Exactly. And if you, if you ignore it, then you might not get future potential ones. Exactly. Exactly. So- you know, we started off the episode, I just want to recap a little bit, really talking about voice of customer, how to mm-hmm. get it, what to do for it. And that naturally blended itself because I didn't, I didn't really have an intention today to talk about referrals, but it's so interesting about how it naturally blended itself into a conversation about referrals because yep. voice of customer naturally does that, doesn't it? It, it leads to a referral. I mean, the person's giving you a testimonial that someone else might look at and go, oh, I like that. I'm going to buy from this guy. It's literally a referred voice rather than a referred person, but it's referral just the same. Oh, I like that. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I'm well, digesting thanks, it. That, that was really, that diehards, you should rewind and hear that, that little clip again. It was so succinct, so well said, and you might pass it over, but go backwards because I am still digesting that. That was really good. So I'm challenging you guys that it's now time to emerge. Emerge with the voice of your customers who love you and let them be the voice of reason, of testimonial, of referral, and put you in a positive light so that others will not be reluctant to deal with you. Because there's going to be a lot of skepticism coming out of this COVID thing. A lot. That's right. And until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. And I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, Jen's secretary. No, you're not. And I'm challenging you. Oh, okay. I'm the husband of the great Jen Gittimer. And I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you to, we need to sort of wrap this one up. I'm challenging you to get out there and make a connection through the voice of one of your customers, even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you you next week. week.